Welcome to the latest show from the Random Wrestling Review. This is going to be called Bracket Mania for now. I don't know what else to call it, to be honest. I've been racking my brains for a while. And I'll get to the concept of this new show in just a second. But first, I have to introduce all three of my guests today. We've got three. It's a bumper edition of the show. We've got Tom Smith. We've got Old Man Sam Carey. And we've got the Random Wrestling Review's winner of the first annual Most Handsome Man in the World Award, Alex Kirkman. How are we doing, guys? Well, yeah, done, Alex. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm I just like embracing it. it now. I'm just I was going to say, I was going to say, I like that you're embracing it now. It's good. Yeah, I've tried putting it on my Twitter thing, but I've got there's not enough characters left, so I might have to delete <laughs> one of the other like rewards. It. And it's either me, WrestleMania 4 MVP from Tom, or the uh, the tag team competition thing that we did during Mania Fight 15. So I'll have to have, I think. You're already handsome. <laughs> you can't have all these characters as well. You can't have no, the Musketeer won't allow it. <laughs> just, uh, imagine if you uh, sign up to Twitter Blue or whatever it is, you'll, you'll get it. Oh, I'm not doing that. Twitter Blue sounds like uh, like a sexy Twitter, doesn't yeah. it? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect for the hunt, isn't it? Perfect. Yeah. He'd fit in perfectly, actually, wouldn't he? Instead of X, it's sex. <laughs> <laughs> X rated. Oh, that's better. That's better. So today we've got. Come uh, on, my twits. <laughs> That was about as well timed as the Danny Dyer twat <laughs> talking about David Cameron. That, was. <laughs> that popped up. That popped up the other day. It was brilliant. Lovely old stuff. So today, yeah, we've got a new concept. So this is something that we've done uh, in our personal lives a little bit because we're really sad, quite frankly. Um, but we've done it over drinks and all, all a bit of fun. It's basically a little tournament, a bracket, if you will, of people or things or whatever in a cat in a given category and we aim to play out the entire tournament and then decide upon therefore what is the absolute greatest in that category the first category we're going to be doing is intercontinental champion so we have got 16 wrestlers who have been intercontinental champion and today we are looking to wheedle them down to one to decide who the winner is and therefore best intercontinental champion of all time if it's not clear how that's going to work it will be as we go through why are we doing this val venus val venus (laughs) (laughs) it's not rocket science mate oh man he may very well win because he's in the tournament so the you've predetermined this then so we're not doing a round robin like we have done when we've done it previously we already did the round robin tom i did it we did it on whatsapp like ages ago remember Oh, you're right. That was for this, was it? Yeah. What else was it for? <laughs> even, even I knew it was for this. <laughs> I can't remember, mate. I'm tired. <laughs> so uh, Tom doesn't realise this, but we will tell you all now. Basically, the 16 people in the tournament have already been decided. They were decided by all of the hosts of the Random Wrestling Review, not just the three we've got on here, but also Stephen and Matt. They each picked three uh, wrestlers who would be in the tournament i picked the i just picked one which is the last pick of all just to round out the 16 and what we're going to do because we got four on the call today i'm just going to sit it out i'm going to let you guys battle it out i will contribute to the conversation and the debate before each of you make a decision on each individual match um, but basically it'll be a best two out of three falls match you'll each vote for who you think should win each match and then that person goes through to the next round and so on and so forth i do have a question though so are we also going to be doing this about British sitcoms at some point as well? Because <laughs> that, that massively took over our WhatsApp <coughs> a week ago. I and I'd love, I'd love to hear Matt defend the greatness of the Britass Empire, for example. <laughs> I don't oh. think he'd be able to. And you know what? I don't think that's Matt's style. I don't think he's going to step up and advocate for something he doesn't believe in. Mm, that's a shame. That is the best part about this, about this, this format as well. Because you always have to have two people, don't you, arguing on behalf of one of the... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. Wait, I wonder if Ricky Steamboat will get put in here. We'll find out shortly. And will I have to defend him? I hope not. Well, as I said, the 16 have already been decided. I have subsequently done a random drawing of those 16 into the matches for the first round. And that will that's effectively created the brackets. OK, Tinky, did you get really pissed like Rod Stewart did? i wish i had that i wish i had but no i just put in a randomizer on excel and then you know made that happen the uh, the action that you did then old man your impression of um of (laughs) of rod stewart was excellent but not particularly great for an for an audio medium it was amazing topless as well so yeah (laughs) <laughs> and, and old band's got a Rod Stewart wig on as well. I don't know if he had it on already. 
and he's sailing down the river and uh, (laughs) singing as he goes right first match in the bracket is um, a wrestler that was nominated by tom so this will be interesting owen hart and the one wrestler that I nominated because we had to fill the 16 and that is Pedro Morales. Now, this is going to be, I think, probably a relatively simple one, relatively easy. But I need to advocate for Pedro before we all write him off. But, Tom, before I do that, why didn't you tell everyone why you picked Owen? Uh, I picked Owen because uh, he's related to Bret Hart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> reason. I, I, do you know what? If I'm being honest, I, I think it might have been a bit of a, a not a 100% like authentic recommendation for the IC champion because I'm just thinking of him as a great wrestler who happened to be the Intercontinental Champion. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't actually define Owen Hart as the best Intercontinental Champion. I, I think of him more as the king actually which which uh, i think he it was the gimmick he won uh, so even though i've suggested him i think i'm gonna actually recommend that he lose out to pedro morales <laughs> but I, I we all know about how good of a wrestler Owen Hart was and he did carry the intercontinental championship especially in like 1997 with great pride and dignity along with his slammies and i think we can all kind of appreciate how much of a great wrestler he is and i think he's definitely a good contender to be one of the best intercontinental champions of time certainly one of the best 16 but i can't really imagine any particularly great moments with him having the belt and also he did kind of lose it to a man who couldn't walk so it's not a great <laughs> look is it basically you've you've almost even though you're supposed to be advocating for owen hart you basically fucked it so what i'm going to ask alex or old man whether they can do better uh no well, not really so <laughs> i don't think i've ever watched the pedro morales match no, so owen hart gets it you can't vote yet old man you gotta let somebody talk on behalf of him Fuck Pedro, you were me. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like he's never done it before, Tom. It's like he doesn't, doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> all, all right, I, might, I think I might just expel old man from the court, to be perfectly honest. No, no. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, all right, no one's, no one's stepped up for Owen Hart. So I, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll have a go for Pedro because, you know, I was the one who picked him. So the reason I picked him, I had, I said, it was the 16th pick. So I was like, what do I, who do I put in? And I did consider, I'll be honest, I did consider putting Jeff Jarrett in because he held the title four times, I think, and it was relatively memorable to me as somebody who was watching wrestling at that time. But when I really thought about it in fairness, Pedro Morales was the, I think, the third Intercontinental Champion. Only Pat Patterson and your boy, old man, Ken Patera, had won the title before him. Yeah. And Pedro beat Ken Patera for it, which might not be a great thing for you, old man. Although, in fairness, if he's able to beat the great man, Come on, now that's not bad. Wow. Well, that's, the question is, that's did he fair. remember him? It, uh, definitely, definitely remembered him. I mean, you'd have to, wouldn't he? He'd beat him. Um, did he rate him with you? With you? <laughs> no, probably not. No, damn you, Pedro. Sure. So, Owen. Owen, Owen wins. Owen Owen <laughs> so, um, also, Pedro Morales, in winning the Intercontinental Champion, became the first ever Triple Crown Champion. So he'd won the WWE title already and the Tag Team title. He became a Triple Crown Champion, winning the Intercontinental title, the first ever. So... That was pretty impressive. Also, he had a series of matches with Don Morocco. They traded the title twice. So Morales held it twice. He was the first two-time Intercontinental Champion on top of all the other accolades I've already mentioned. And they actually headlined quite a lot, quite a number of shows together against one another for the belt. So for me, if if all being equal, Pedro Morales definitely does deserve to go through a past Owen Hart, especially given the bang-up job you did, Tom, in mm. advocating for it. <laughs> well, let's not forget, as well, everyone knows, obviously, that Pedro Morales he famously held the Intercontinental Championship for over 600 days, which, which you know, has got to go down to the record. <laughs> so, well, I thought I you think didn't know anything about him. I was going to I think Tom specifically doesn't want Owen Hart to win. I've never seen anybody turn on their own choice so quickly. And also it should be mentioned that Tom Why? made his picks before anybody else. It wasn't like he had the bottom of the barrel. He just picked, this was the second overall pick. It's all, it's all, based on my criteria, you're lucky we haven't got Bruce Hart in it. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Fair enough. I, I just had a little look because I don't know anything about Owen Hart's tenure or 10 years if there were multiple on the Intercontinental Championship. He beat Rocky Maivia for it. That's the rock for people who don't know. Dwayne Johnson, the guy in the films, come on. And uh, yeah, and did lose to and almost cripple and kill Steve Austin. And actually, no, I'm, I'm going Owen Hart. I am going to stick up for Owen Hart because that involved the Intercontinental title. And that is such a seminal moment in wrestling history. Him basically almost killing Steve Austin because it pretty much led to Brawler Austin, not to be confused with the Brooklyn Brawler, and led to probably the greatest period of professional wrestling of all time. So go on, Owen Hart. You'd be reckless with people. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I think we're ready to vote on this. Um, and as I said, I'm not voting. I'm only here to sort of help sway the vote. So let's start with you, Tom. Do you know what? You've bloody turned me, Tinky. Cool. 600 days means nothing. <laughs> so what are you voting for? <laughs> Owen. <laughs> I'm voting for my lovable brother, Owen. I see. Okay, fine. Yes. <laughs> Alex. Right, okay. So, I don't know anything about Pedro Morales. I've heard of the name. I just uh, told you everything and, about no, it. Fucking I mean, help me. Before, before you told me. <laughs> so, I've learned something today, and I didn't know about the 600 days as well, which is quite a good achievement. And I like learning stuff. It's good. <laughs> and I learn a lot from you guys. <laughs> when I listen to old AWA shows and old WCW shows that I know nothing about. So I'm going to go for Pedro Morales. Lovely, lovely. I like it. Thank you for balancing it out a little bit. Oh, man. I am going to go for Owen Hart because I like Owen Hart. I'm sad he's dead. And yeah, he crippled Steve Austin. So come on. That's not, are you not are you not sad that Pedro Morales is dead then? Well, I mean, that's sad. Well, he didn't. Spot to put me in, isn't it? I, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. You said it, know, mate, not me. <laughs> he didn't rate our review, did he? So fuck him. Yeah, and also I didn't know he was dead until about <laughs> two minutes ago when I looked nope. at his Wikipedia page. I think, I think it's clear, old man, you made your choice and you aren't sad that Pedro Morales is dead. That's fine, it's fine, but you just have to own it. So, Owen so Hart is through quarterfinal. Do I care about Pedro? More or less. Oh, Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, incidentally, do you guys want to know what uh, Owen Hart's three Slammy Awards were for? Uh, Big, I yes, I do. It, biggest yeah, rat. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Squared Circle Shocker, 1996. And 1997, he won the award for the best bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. Well, I mean, Brilliant. on those awards alone, he deserves to go through. <laughs> Right, we have got to get through the rest of the tournament, guys. So we have to go a bit faster than this. Val Venus is up next. And Old Man, obviously, was the one who nominated him. Mm-hmm. And he is up against one of Matt's picks, Jeff Hardy. Har- Hardy. Yes. Harvey. Harvey. <laughs> Hardy. Sorry. Yeah, Val Venus versus Jeff Hardy. I, old Man, let's, let's start with you, Val Venus. So I love Val Venus. People know this. So it was very much, much like Tom's nonsensical reasoning for picking Owen Hart. Like, this was also the, the crowning achievement of Val Venus's career. <laughs> so what that does is that adds, that adds gravitas to the title. And it also added gravitas to his... I mean, I think he held it for something like three weeks. So it wasn't 600 days. But he, he had that cracking match with Rikishi, which I don't know whether he's since Constance champion for, actually, when Rikishi <laughs> did the big splash off the top of the cage. It was a great reign filled with memories. And I also don't really like Jeff Hardy anymore because he shamed himself by doing his little dance when Matt Hardy was getting beaten up. So that's why. I know it's early, but I'm voting for Val. Val Venus. Good. Anyone want to speak <clears throat> up for Jeff? No. Can't stand Jeff Hardy. Can't stand him. Wow. That's, half, that's half the challenge, Alex. That's half no, the challenge. Well, I did, I did my best with Pedro and I didn't even know who he was. Val Venus, obviously, a stalwart of the Attitude Era. And uh, just I picture him now with his the Intercontinental belt around his waist, gyrating. And a lovely sight. Oh, yes. A lovely sight. Um, <laughs> Jeff Hardy. I mean, I quite like the Hardy Boys when they were together in the Attitude Era. On the single run, wasn't a fan of Jeff Hardy at all. Not a fan of him personally with his out of ring uh, actions shall we say uh so it is val venus for me i'm not picking jeff hardy over val venus no chance so val venus was a intercontinental champion twice one one time for 29 days the other time for a whopping 54 it's a big one Maybe. tom it's up to you to, to defend jeff hardy so everyone thinks of the hardcore title with a lot of fondness don't they but do you know what happened to the hardcore title it got unified with the Intercontinental Championship, which was currently <laughs> held by Jeff Hardy at the time. Therefore, that wonderful lineage of the hardcore title was carried through into the wonder that is the Intercontinental Championship as well. So you've got two wonderful lineages in that one belt. Well done, Jeff Hardy. We all stand up and applaud you. I didn't know that at all. That's, that's massive. That is a massive, massive thing. The Intercontinental Championship would not be where it is today. If he hadn't merged it with the Hardcore Championship. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It was also, I mean, this is more about putting it for the Hardcore Championship, I suppose. But that lovely winged eagle belt smashed up. Lovely old job. I mean, and yeah, brought into, and it, it basically, at that time as well, I'm talking about the literal belts here. The, the actual Intercontinental Championship belt was an absolute disgrace as well. So it adds a little bit of shine to it. The fact that the, the winged eagle is included within the that horrible Intercontinental Championship belt. 
lovely stuff well i think it sounds like we're ready to to vote already because i'll be honest i haven't got any strong opinions on this either way i do think this is probably the weakest of the first round matches so uh let's vote starting with you old man Valvinus. all right this is why you have to wait until you give your vote alex yeah valvinus for me uh, I am going to go for Venus as well. I tried, Jeff, but correction, as you could expect, uh, Heidi would compete in the WWE's hardcore division until the title's unification with the Intercontinental Championship, so he didn't actually hold it, but there we go. Doesn't matter. He's lost anyway. Confused, confused. Anyway, it's ridiculous that Val Venus has uh, gone through and Pedro Morales is not, but I guess that is just the uh, nature <laughs> of the game. It's the beauty of the brackets, mate. Yeah, it is indeed. So next up, we have... Another one of Matt's picks, The Miz. It should be noted that Matt picked fifth out of, out of five, basically. I, I was I was the last one, but he picked fifth out of all of you. And his the opponent for The Miz is Old Man's Kurt Angle. Shout. Okay, the Miz versus Kurt Angle. Uh, I guess, Old Man, we go to you again then. Tell us about Kurt Angle. Well, Kurt Angle is one of the one of the best to ever break his neck, I think. <laughs> I think we can all agree. I know. Uh, the thing is, so I can't remember. I think I might have come in third or fourth, which is the first for me. You did fourth, um, yeah. And so that I was kind of scrubbing around, and I don't necessarily associate Kurt Angle with the Intercontinental Title for some reason. So he had that great triple threat against Jericho and Benoit. Uh, great, a really great. All right. Um, I remember it being good. <laughs> That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but oh, I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? Because this is tough because I didn't know I'd have to defend it in front of the millions of people listening. I, I don't know, mate, to be honest. Like, Kurt Angle was absolutely great, but I don't consider him for the Intercontinental title, but he held it, so he was a great Intercontinental champion. And I rest my case. <laughs> wow. Honor. What a case that was. <laughs> Yeah. Anyone want to step up for The Miz? I will. I'll go for The Miz. He is eight-time Intercontinental Champion, the second most reigns after someone else who I'm sure is on the list that we will discuss later. That in itself has got to have him going through this round. He's he's won it more times than Angle. No, this isn't a, a who's the better wrestler. It's who's the best IC champion, and therefore it has to go to The Miz. I, I mean, I couldn't agree more with Tom, really. I think eight times Intercontinental Champion. I don't think either of them I can remember any of their matches, but I have been known to say many, many times that The Miz is the most experienced wrestler when it comes to mid-card pay-per-view matches for mid-card titles, and that is borne out by the fact that The Miz is an eight-times champion, and you pretty much just associate him with the belt. Kurt Angle, you don't associate him with the Intercontinental title. There's, there's much more going on with him. I was going to say that. You could associate Kurt Angle with the championship. Obviously, he's held the Intercontinental title, but, you know, everyone remembers him as WWE champion who's that good and the Miz is mid-card Miz but perfect where he is I really like the Miz I really like it like him and you can't argue with eight times alright that means he's lost it <laughs> same amount of times but um, yeah you can't argue you can't argue with that the Miz has got to go over Kurt Angle can I just say that Tom said oh well it's not about the wrestler it's about like the Intercontinental title reigns and he voted for Owen Hart over Pedro Morales He's completely contradicted himself left, right, and centre here. But no, Owen Hart, Owen Hart had as many reigns as Pedro Morales. Yes, that's title, true. Yeah. So fuck off, you're, old man. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> but you were like six hundred days. <laughs> See, I, and then I said it means nothing. So. <laughs> yeah, and he also, in fairness, then then whipped out Owen Hart Slammy Awards. So you can't argue <laughs> that. And I know it's I know it's not a best Slammy Award, but when it comes to a dead heat, that best bowtie yeah. carries a lot of weight. <laughs> that's, that's far more important than the triple crown of titles. In the WWE. Yeah. You mean if, if the right. match goes to a tie? Oh, oh that's nothing. Right, time for the voting. I'm gonna start with Old Man again, seeing as he picked Kurt Angle. Uh, I'll go for the miss. <laughs> Alex, yeah, the Miz for me. Cool. I'll go for it, the Miz. Oh, three 0 victory for the Miz over Kurt Angle. They're going to be. There's going to be letters. There's going to be letters. I'm telling you now. It's a massacre. It is indeed. Right. Next up, one of. I think this is a big match. Personally, we, we may we may not find that, but anyway, this is first of all. Stephen picked Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. And he's up against Alex's pick of Gunther current Intercontinental Champion as we record this and longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. They've come up against each other in the first round. The beauty of the brackets, Tom. Wow. You coined the phrase. There it is. So, Alex, let's start with you. Gunther. Yeah. Wow, that is a big match, isn't it? Right, okay. So, longest reigning champion, first of all. And I'm the, the reason why I'm championing Gunther is I don't think, I can't remember a time 
where there's been a bigger, more important intercontinental champion than Gunther. Because that belt was hot potatoed around, wasn't taken seriously. And when he's now he's got it, I think that it's a big deal. And people are kind of debating who is the man that's going to beat him, similar to how they're debating about Roman Reigns. And it's more important than the World Heavyweight Championship, even though, all right, fair enough, that's just been created. But it shouldn't be that way. That's... It has just been created, but it's a World Heavyweight Championship. So that should be more important, but it isn't. And when we did our fantasy booking, I put the Intercontinental Championship as the main event on night one. And that is mainly because of Gunther. And, well, the reaction that Sheamus would get if he won it, but mainly because of the amazing work that Gunther has done, especially with that title. It is the second most important title in WWE, over the, the crazy one that Roman Reigns has got. So, unfortunately, and I love Randy Savage. I love him. But I've, I've, I've got to go for Gunther. Got to. Okay. Anyone want to stand up for Savage? Give me one Gunther match that will still be talked about in such high regard in the next 30 years. <laughs> Sheamus at Clash in the Castle. Chad Gable at, on Monday Night Raw. The triple threat match at WrestleMania 39 Night 2. Yeah, yeah. Bollocks. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you match the, the, the main event. Of, the main event of night one at WrestleMania 40. <laughs> <laughs> you put a lot. You put you put a lot of fucking eggs in that basket. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. His his achievement is that he was put in the main event of WrestleMania 40 night one by you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. The match between Randy Savage and Ricky Steamboat alone at uh, WrestleMania 3 is uh, is worthy to to, to go uh, over Gunther. In my opinion, it's such an influential match, widely regarded as the best. Not only the best WrestleMania matches, but one of the best matches of all time. It's an absolute masterpiece that still holds up to this day. So action-packed, full of drama, and uh, it's a masterpiece. That alone, I think, should put uh, Machiavelli through ahead of old Gunther. Yeah, Gunther's held the title for a long time, but Savage held it for 414 days, which is a pretty long time, even even back in 1986-7. See, I'm kind of with Alex on the Gunther side, because... When Savage was champion, it was that, the world title and the tag titles, that was it. And Gunther has done a marvellous job of actually making the Intercontinental title relevant. And I believe that whoever beats him will have beaten him and got the title. And then immediately that title will drop off a cliff again. Because I think that part of the appeal for Gunther has been, oh yeah, he's going to break the record, he's going to break the record. How long is he going to hold it for? And I'm not sure if that's enough to be savage. See, I've swerved you, Alex. I've swerved <laughs> you. But yeah, yeah, I, it is, this is hard because for Savage, it was very much a transitional title. That's obviously with the benefit of enormous hindsight. That's what it was, was he got that and then people put that title down and then if they were deemed worthy they then moved on to the world title picture and that's exactly what happened with savage i don't think that will happen with gunther and i think that will probably be his level and there's the risk of recency bias isn't it it's tough anyway that's my case i stand by it if that was the closing statement of a fucking lawyer in a, in a case that they, their, their client would be fucked i mean yeah. just like, i don't know judge you tell me mate <laughs> Okay, so uh, I think, I mean, I do think this is genuinely a difficult one. I personally, I'm going to tell you who I would go for, not that I'm voting, but I would personally go for Savage. But I think maybe that is unrecency bias. I don't know, because I do, I do think that kind of works the other way sometimes. You do kind of tend to think of the more recent people as being less historic when, of course, you can't put it into historic context yet. So it's really difficult. Anyway, the vote. Let's start with you, Alex. Yeah, Gunther. Tom. And it's hard, hard one, that one, but Gunther. Uh, I'm going uh, Randy. Oh, some intrigue. Old man, it's all up to you. I'm going to go Gunther. I'll tell you why. What swung it is what Alex said. This title, the Intercontinental title, was an absolute joke when he got it. And through being so different in the ring, I think. I think that's the main thing as well, is that he's different in the ring to pretty much everyone that they have, apart from Sheamus. You lose, man, you're, you're losing all yeah. your talking points for later on in the competition if you if you support something. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, yeah, no, but I have to justify why you beat Savage, mate. Come on. Come Actually, on, you man. use them up. Yeah, I, I use them up because I'm I got this name my enemy and I want him out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, in fairness, if we weren't going to get letters after Miz beat Kurt Angle, we're definitely getting them now. And that Savage has beaten Gun- uh, Gunther has beaten Savage. Sorry. So big, big victory for Gunther. He's through. We move on. Next up, the first overall pick in this tournament was by Tom, and it was for who else but Brett the Hitman Hart. And he's up against one of Matt's picks, which was Edge. God, don't worry, but I don't need to argue this, Brett. <laughs> I, to be honest, I, I I was thinking exactly the same. But anyone want to get stand up for Edge? Come on, someone step up! Someone step up! Come on! I can't. Do it. Right. He was my figure of heat for 2022. I can't do it. Yeah, go on then. I will. I'll stick up for him, as in like as a wrestler. He did the path that I've just uh, just criticised Savage for. Where he went. <laughs> he went in his order. It was tag teams, tag titles, intercontinental title, and then world title and when he was intercontinental title uh, intercontinental champion <laughs> yet, um, <laughs> i think it like it meant something to them as an individual as a fan that's what i've got <laughs> another cracker for you old man that's uh, great stuff well alex any thoughts on right. um sorry you finished so Yes, he's finished. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In more ways than one. And no, I mean, if he was up against someone else, I probably, or a few of these other people, then I probably would be supporting him. But it's Bret Hart, isn't it? He's one of the people, whenever you think of the Intercontinental Championship, he's one of the first people you think of. So it's just unfortunate for him that he's up against the excellence of execution. I'm not a massive lover of Edge. Either. I think, again, I, I just think of him as world champion. He was much better when he was well, heel world champion than he was babyface Intercontinental Champion. So I think it's just one of those things that Matt was fifth. He was scraping the barrel. He's had the Intercontinental Champion, so he's picked Edge. But it, yeah, it's yeah, that's not sticking up for him at all. But I, I haven't got anything especially against Bret Hart. I, I will quickly just to make sure it's not a complete one. He's got nice hair. No, he's got lovely hair <laughs> and teeth. Lots of teeth. The only other thing I would say statistically that holds up for Edge is that he was a five-time Intercontinental Champion, as compared to Bret, who held the belt twice. Didn't need it. Edge, Edge last held it in two thousand and four. So the thing, the, th- okay. the thing is with that, because Edge was in the Attitude Era, and there were there were title changes every key week. So you know, I think it's better. Uh, in fact, no, I'm not going to say anything because I might be dissing my boy Chris Jericho. So I'm not <laughs> not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why he's had it five times. That's part of the reason, certainly. Okay, yeah. so um, very quickly, we do need still need to do the vote officially. Tom, Brett, Alex, yeah, Brett, oh man. Brett. Lovely stuff. So we move on to the next match. So the next participant, also selected by Stephen, was Mr. Perfect. Mm. And he's up against, I think, another very big match here. The bad guy, Razor Ramon. Picked by you, old man. So, old man, you picked Razor. You go for it. Well, he's part of a seminal ladder match. And we've stuck up for him at WrestleMania 10 about the part that he played in that match. And also, he is... A massive part of my memories of watching wrestling in that period when he turned up and then he won the Intercontinental title. I have very clear images of him walking down where the screen that they had, where they had like the nine effectively TV screens and they'd cut in little bits. It's always Razor Ramon for me in my mind. It's always the Razor Ramon symbol coming up and he's walking down going, hey, you're um, uh, um." Um, I'm Razor Ramon. Hey, how are you doing? And yeah, walking down to the ring like that. And it's ingrained in my mind. And it's one of these weird things where I, so I watched Royal Rumble 94, 94 or was it 93? When he fights Brett in the main event. Yeah, 93. And one, I completely forgot it happened when I watched it. So this is, it's actually back just before we started the podcast. I was watching all of the Royal Rumbles and it felt so odd seeing him in a world title match because for me he is the intercontinental championship wow he and is the whole the championship yeah now that was actually a convincing yeah. case for once oh man good stuff love it thank you <laughs> we also mr. perfect anyone say, okay I'll, I'll go for mr perfect i my main i'll be honest my main kind of memory of mr perfect is him dropping the belt to bret hart in the, uh, SummerSlam 1991, which is an absolutely extraordinary match, considering that Mr. Perfect, by all accounts, could barely walk at the time. He goes out with his head held high. He's one of these people that I do, like what um, Alex said just then, I do think, when I think of Mr. Perfect, I tend to think of him holding the title with big coach 
stood be- stood behind him. It's probably the coach era as opposed to the Bobby Heenan era. And he was a phenomenal wrestler and delivered that incredible, or helped deliver that incredible moment at SummerSlam 91. That's the, uh, the case for the defence of Mr. Perfect. I think this is really interesting because I do think they're two people that are, in some ways, their legacy has been defined by the Intercontinental title because they never made it to the next level. So this is kind of to your point before, old man, with Randy Savage. Like, they, you see them as Intercontinental champions both because they didn't go to that next level. They didn't move on. I would say, though, in the case of Mr. Perfect, my memory of him as Intercontinental champion is more... <clears throat> losing about to what you said tom whereas razor for me i i i think old man in some ways is right razor is the intercontinental title he is the the ultimate champion and the title itself like he if you ask me who i most remember or most think of when i think of the intercontinental title i would say razor ramon but it's a tough one alex any thoughts it's really tough really tough uh and i haven't really made my mind up yet i will say that obviously the mania 10 ladder match is absolutely phenomenal but there's only two people that have got a really decent match out of Diesel, and that's Brat at Survivor Series 95 and Razor Ramon at SummerSlam 94, and that is an absolutely quality match. They're kind of like the two memories that I've got of Razor Ramon with regards to the championship. And losing it to Goldust as well with that homophobic-laden feud. <laughs> but then Brat Hart Perfect at SummerSlam is phenomenal phenomenal as well and it's mr perfect in it oh it's tough really tough okay well i think we're ready to vote yeah let's go with the old man to start the bad guy razor ramon tom hey yo razor ramon alex <laughs> no that matters now alex but you no. may as well give your vote yeah do you know what we'll make it a full house razor ramon i would have voted for razor as well if i'm <laughs> honest soft one that Right, up next, still two matches in the first round to go. First of those is the person that Gunther beat for the record as holding the Intercontinental Champion, picked by Tom, Honky Tonk Man. And he's up against another one of Alex's picks, The Rock. So, Tom, do you want to go first? Yeah, so I'm going to go with Honky Tonk Man. Obviously, the main reason why you would select him is because of the length of his title reign absolutely extraordinary for him to to have held the title for that long and for it to not have been broken for such a long period of time really really fun mid card heel character as the honky tonk man brought in as a baby face because vince thought that the honky tonk man an elvis impersonator would get over as a baby face but then switched to a heel uh, some absolutely wonderful stuff. Lovely guitar, lovely dance, lovely tag team with Greg Valentine. All these things. Mm-hmm. But I think the crowning achievement of the Honky Tonk Man with the Intercontinental title is again dropping the belt to the Ultimate Warrior because that pop at WrestleMania 5 when the Ultimate Warrior comes down and challenges him and ultimately defeats him is absolutely extraordinary. <laughs> it's an Austin pop before Austin. And without Honky Tonk Man's incredible heel work, that wouldn't have worked. And dare I say, the Ultimate Warrior... Had he not beaten Honky Tonk Man, might and got that reaction, but he not have won the title at WrestleMania 6 the following year. So you can look at it in two ways. One way, he made the Ultimate Warrior and made him a superstar. But then you can also think, well, then the Ultimate Warrior won the WWE Championship. So, you know, you could take that as a plus or a negative. But that's why Honky Tonk Man deserves to go through over uh, The Rock. And Alex, you picked The Rock. Yeah, I did. With Honky Tonk Man, thinking about it now, I can't think of any Intercontinental Championship matches other than that Warrior one. And I'm assuming he's had one at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, I can. Brutus Beefcake at WrestleMania 4. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Honky Tonk. Honky, no. But with The Rock, I mean, look, he's one of the biggest stars that's ever been. And again, you think of him as world champion, not Intercontinental champion. But he had a great feud with Stone Cold Steve Austin for that belt. But for me, the feud that he had with Ken Shamrock Rock, Royal Rumble and WrestleMania 14. I I thought them matches were absolutely fantastic. But it's Brutus Beefcake versus Honky Tonk. (laughs) That's the... (laughs) <laughs> but which is fraught. I forgot all about that match can't believe it uh, but yeah that's no, why I picked that's take, why I picked the rock take that away take that away Alex your MVP is revoked from WrestleMania 4 <laughs> right. oh no no that's my best award that I've had I popped big time when I listened to the next episode and you said that this is this is actually quite difficult because I, th- I do I did like the feud with Ken Shamrock and the feud with Triple H which obviously when he lost about to 
Triple H SummerSlam. But I do think that the Honky Tonk Man, and I've never been, I've always been someone who sort of tried to, I think there are people who look back at that, who weren't watching at the time, who genuinely think Honky Tonk Man is considered one of the best intercontinental champions. And that's always pissed me off because like, he's not. He's just, he was given it as a as a joke, really, as a punishment in, in many ways to Ricky Steamboat. And then they just happened to keep it on him for ages. And he lost the belt in 20 seconds. And he's not. He wasn't. It was a. It was a comedy champion where the Intercontinental title used to be, or has always really generally been seen as the worker's title. But going back to that thing about how you know we talked about Razor Ramon and the Intercontinental title and how synonymous the two are, Honky Tonk Man's career has pretty much been made off of that one title reign. But he's not. He would. No one would know who he was if he hadn't won the Intercontinental title. He would be just a forgotten name from WWE past and wrestling past. So that definitely is for me a argument towards honky but i'm not sure which way i would go yet old man the old honkster hall of famer rock not a hall of famer <laughs> Done. i love it also and this echoes tom's point and kind of harsh back to what i said about gunther also warrior beating honky tonk man because honky tonk man had held that belt for so long made the warrior and i think quite honestly I almost scoffed when Tom said what he said about maybe WrestleMania 6 doesn't happen if there isn't that reaction. But I actually agree 100%, having thought about it for that couple of minutes, because people wanted, they didn't want Warrior to win, I don't think, in a 10-minute match against Hong Kong Man. The way that they did it is absolutely magnificent. Looks absolute agony for the Hong Kong Man. He can still walk, having had that treatment from Ultimate Warrior. That's it. Done. Cool. And as oh. for as for the rock, yeah, it's not intercontinental title, is it? The thing that the, the thing for me with Ken Shamrock is always when Ken Shamrock belly to belly suplexes that right, that that guy and he gets up and he sells his back like an absolute trooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like yeah, that's kind of my memory of the rock as intercontinental I mean, champion. He did lose it to uh, Owen Hart as well. You did, yeah, I forgot about that. I, I mean, I would just say that the only thing I would say in, in favour of The Rock as well is that it was a big, it was an important title for him. I think more so than it was for Austin, for example. They're both champions around about the same time, but I think The Rock's Intercontinental title reign was more important for him than Austin's was for him, personally. Yeah, Austin was already kind of uh, uh, higher in the pecking order. He was already yes. above the IC, but the only reason he came back and won it really was to, well, the, this was to, to get it back off Owen Hart, wasn't it, I suppose. But even though I think I know which way I'm voting, I've got to give a shout out for the Rock's IC run, especially in 98, because I loved the feud with Ken Shamrock. I loved the feud with Triple H later on. And in 99, I, I also feuded with Mankind, didn't they, at one point with it? And didn't they have the triple threat cage match? Which was really, oh, really fun. I think that was for uh, that was a number one contendership that with Ken Shamrock. It was. That was after he lost the belt. <laughs> uh, well, no, I, it's, uh, it's, it was for the Intercontinental. <laughs> Mentally, no, I, I, I know which way I'm voting. Cool. Well, let's have that vote then, uh, Tom. Hungry. Alex, I'm gonna go for the Rock. Cool, old man. I'm gonna go off and have a little honka honka love. Cool. Two one victory for the honky tonk man. Fair enough, I think. I'm all right with that. So that was a difficult one, but I'm, yeah, I think that's fair enough. Mm. So it's the final first round match. It is between Alex's first pick, Chris Jericho, who he's very excited about talking about, and Stephen's last pick, Shawn Michaels. It's Ooh. WrestleMania 19 Ooh. all over again. It's Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels. Alex, let's uh, let's hear about Chris Jericho. Well, he's my boy, my favourite wrestler of all time. Shit. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the best, my favourite. Is he better um, in the ring by Miles than Shawn Michaels? Oh, no, Shawn Michaels is a better wrestler than him. <laughs> Shawn Michaels is a better wrestler than him. Than, like, light years ahead. Light, light years, years ahead. ahead. Um, He's no, so but, level-headed, isn't he? He's so level-headed. <laughs> just get irrational for a second. Just yeah. for a moment, Alex. Just be irrational, I, please. It was, it was the vignettes in 99. I didn't know who it was going to be, and I was... Honestly, as soon I was in that segment with The Rock when he comes out, I, that was it. I was just hooked from then. And he's the guy I think about when I get the Intercontinental Championship. Again, I'm probably being biased because he's my favourite. Nine-time winner. And yeah, but most of them are during the Attitude Era, mate, so fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. But I just think about, you know, some of the matches that he had. The, the triple threat match. Uh, with Angle and Ben Wise is is decent. The Rey Mysterio, the feud with Rey Mysterio was absolutely phenomenal, and the matches were incredible. And I, don't get me wrong, Rey Mysterio's amazing as well. Dropped it to Shelton Benjamin on a Taboo Tuesday, and another and a fantastic match as well. But yeah, he's you know nine-time champion for me. 
it's got to be Chris Jericho. It's got to be. So how many times has he won the title? No. <laughs> how many times has he lost it? Um, Sam, what's your thoughts? <laughs> In terms of the many, many, many title reigns, I think that there's a problem in the, and I was going to say this, I was waiting for Jericho to go on, so I was going to say this, when Tom raised that Bret Hart only needed two reigns, and he did need two reigns because it meant something. Every time he defended it, it meant something. And I think, and this isn't necessarily aimed at Jericho specifically, but I think if you're going to have to lose and then win back the title that many times, it's because you as a performer can't make it mean anything. Because there's always that, oh, we need to move it to X person because we want it to mean something. And then it will mean something when Jericho, like in this example, Jericho wins it back. It will mean something, whether it be good or bad in terms of like a crowd reaction. I struggle with it because I also like you listed off like three or four good matches that he had. I couldn't have done that because there was never that. For me, with Jericho, there was never that connection. He was always kind of... I always felt that he was better when he was chasing something, and preferably when he was chasing something as a dirty little heel, a dirty little stinky heel. That was kind of when I preferred him. And I can't remember who he's coming up against. Who was it? I forgot already. Oh, it's the guy who is is light light years ahead of him in the ring. Oh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, but then on the flip of that, Shawn Michaels lost the ladder match to Razor Ramon and Razor Ramon is the Intercontinental Championship <laughs> so and also I, again I, I don't really I don't associate necessarily because of I think because of the length of time that passed between Michael's losing Intercontinental title winning the world title and then never really going back to it which is the right thing I think that it doesn't really hit that he's an Intercontinental Champion necessarily and he fought to tanker for it. I mean, come on. I've got one. Th- I've got to defend Shawn Michaels a little bit here as well because he had three reigns with a title, but he only lost it once. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't. In fairness, in fairness that's Shawn Michaels. That's a, that's a knock against Shawn Michaels as well as a. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, he lost. He, he it was vacated because he uh, got uh, lost his smile. <laughs> no, he did ster- steroids. He got suspended for steroids. And then the second time he lost, <laughs> he, he, he didn't lose it, is because he got beaten up outside a nightclub in Syracuse, New York. <laughs> and then do you know who won the title after him? Is it Shawn Sh- uh, Marty Jannetty? Shane Douglas. Marty Jannetty is oh, the right. one person he lost it to. Oh, right. it was, yeah. yeah, Dean um, Douglas was handed the title, wasn't he? Because he was oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I would say in this, the, uh, uh, Mark against Jericho here is that I've looked through the, the title reigns. He has multiple title reigns that last less than a month, like a, at least five or six that last less than a month. One of his title reigns lasts six days. Another one lasts no days. He won it and lost it in the same night. So... Good lad. For me, that's a big knock against him. I, I just don't... I, the only reason I associate the Intercontinental title with Chris Jericho is because WWE will tell me that he's won it nine times. That's the only reason. I, I couldn't... I don't, does, it doesn't come to mind when I think of Intercontinental Champions at all. And I wouldn't say Shawn Michaels does particularly either, but those ladder matches, not just the one at WrestleMania 10, but the one at SummerSlam 95 as well. His match against Jeff Jarrett when he won the third title as well is in-house too is really good. I just, I, I, I personally, if I was take, making a vote, I would vote for Shawn Michaels. But maybe that's just because Chris Jericho is my figure of hate for 2021. Who knows? Well, not anymore. You've warmed to him, haven't you? Well, I've warmed to him. Yeah, he, I was not, he's not my figure of hate anymore. But he will always be my figure of hate for 2021. It's as simple as that. It's, it's, it's locked in now. It can't, can't be changed. It can't be changed. So let's let's do the mat. Let's do the uh, the vote. Uh, start with you, Alex. Well, Chris Jericho, it's got to be top. I, it's it's actually clo- a lot closer than I thought it would initially be, and this kind of hurts me to say it because he is not my boy but i'm gonna vote for Shawn michaels an old man i haven't got a fucking clue quite honestly Ooh, I, I mean, if you really want say, to can i just you, say sam that's a smashing blows you have on <laughs> <laughs> oh man if you really want to you can abstain and i can make the vote for you but that's just so, but the problem is well, by, no, by doing because... that by doing that he it's, just, it's he's basically giving chris jericho the win and uh giving sean michaels the win that's isn't true. it's that's not true. really but I'd be making the that's why you need that's why you need to not tell us who you would vote for so, until yeah. the end yeah i suppose so corruption yeah. corruption <laughs> so <laughs> yeah because i just think it depends on man do you, do you want Tinky you... to have his little victory or do you, do you... <laughs> hang on you're supposed to be for sure or, or do you want what's right <laughs> no, 
So I'm going to go Jericho because I think as an intercontinental champion, it was far more important to his career than it was to Shawn Michaels. Like, so there's not much for muchness really for me. So I'll go Chris Jericho. And also because he had that weird, like, middle-aged woman haircut for a little bit. So, yeah. (laughs) So did Shawn Michaels, mate. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shawn Michaels middle hate. He said Jericho now next. (laughs) And to be fair, the Shawn Michaels one was when he came back, wasn't it? It wasn't when he was the OIC champion. So Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, fine. So we've got our quarterfinals lined up. And we're going to go straight into them because we've gone longer than I thought we would. So starting up is Owen Hart versus Val Venus in the first quarterfinal. I will say this right now. The first half of the bracket is not as strong as the second half of the bracket. But that's just <laughs> the way that the draw came out. Owen Hart versus Val Venus. Uh, old man, do you want to speak again for Val Venus quickly? Well, yeah, it's Val Venus, isn't it? Like, it was, it was it. the definition of his career. And it meant so much to him. He then became a conspiracy theorist. I mean, it meant so much to him. It meant nothing to anybody else. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of it. So you got pretenders like Jericho. He didn't. <laughs> Val Venus didn't need to lose it nine times for it to mean something. <laughs> he would have done anything but, to have lost it nine times, old oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also I think, like in terms of this match, they are just basically flip a coin. And you're done. And I'm tossing off all over Val Venus. Lovely. Owen Hart's, this is Owen Hart's main singles title that he ever won. Dean's Continental mm. title. So let's not forget that. So in terms of importance, I'd say it's pretty important to Owen Hart too. Plus Owen Hart's dead. So surely that gives him the vote. Well, the, the other thing as well. So there's a very specific picture of Val Venus I've got in my head. It's on the front cover of a <clears throat> WWE magazine. And he is wearing a bow tie on it. He's not wearing much else. He's got I've definitely got a bow tie. And in fact, I think yeah, it's the same. I think it's the same uh, WWF magazine that you got signed by Valvin. This wasn't it, old man. And I don't think <laughs> that is. bow tie would have won bow tie of the year, best bow tie. <laughs> so there's an asterisk. This this is really really tough for me because I want Valvinus to go as far into this competition as I possibly can. <laughs> and ultimately, but my vote is kind of going to be swayed down to who has got the best entrance music. And that is so, so unbelievably tough. You and can choose. best entrance music is Owen Hart. Oh, fuck off me. <laughs> on, oh man oh man that was your ringtone for how long that owen hart theme think about davy boy smith having a little dance to a canadian stampede and imagine that it's not the best theme music ever yeah but it doesn't have that filthy little bass that kicks in like it's filthy. It much filthier bass than valvenus is Nah, nah you know, you, you, the problem is oh man you're digging your heels in there because you're gonna wake up tonight and you're gonna i am you're going to have a fucking cold sweat disparaging Owen Hart's theme music like that because I know how much you love it and I know that you're lying. (laughs) No, this is the thing. I'm not not disparaging. If you go back and listen to the tape, I didn't disparage it once. (laughs) But what I did do is say that Valvin says it's better. I stand by that. All right, all right. Alex, do you want to talk a little bit? (laughs) Oh, God. It is a tough one. I never thought I'd say that about Owen Hart versus Valvin. Again, it... When I think of Owen Hart, I think of I don't think of the Intercontinental Championship. I think of like his Slammies yeah. and King of the Ring and his feud with Brett. And whereas Val Venus, I think about his the towel. Yeah, the, <laughs> the towel. towel and getting his yeah, and, knob uh, chopped off by yeah. a tie and tie. And, yeah. But I do oh, when I'm picturing, I'm just picturing with that title around his waist, gyrating. Um, it is, this is a tough one. This is, I, mean, <laughs> I thought this would be a tough one either, but it is. Well, there we go. Let's let's do the vote then. Uh, let's start with old man. Valvinus. Tom. I can't. I want Valvinus to run deep in this competition so bad, but I can't consciously go for him over Owen Hart. So I've got to go Owen Hart. Oh, and Alex, so it's all you, down to you. you do again, that. though. You again, that. though, you can abstain, and I will vote to decide. Um. Yeah, that's a that's a shit house way out, though, isn't it? Well, you can be shit house. This is the place for shit house. You've not said. You've not said anything, have you? Um. Right, do you know what? Go on then. Go on then, Ben. I'll let you. Oh, coward. Oh. Oh, go on. Yeah, um, okay, so for me, this is difficult. This is actually difficult, but I do have to give the nod to Owen Hart. I do think he's deserving of going through and, and more worthy, greatest Intercontinental Champion ever than Val Venus, anyway. So, Owen's oh, he's, he's about to storm off. 
I could see it in his well, eyes. No, 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 this is the thing. is He's asked for justification from us. He's given no justification. I haven't asked you for justification. I asked you for... I wasn't listening to me. I wasn't I asked, listening to me. I've asked you for, to advocate for people and then vote. That's no, 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 no. I'm so good. No, no. Get back <laughs> in your box, you. And, and as for you, rock star... Oh, no, I'm really upset. Do you know what, as well? I was, I was edging towards Valvinus as well. <laughs> Well, let's move on quickly because oh, everyone's yeah. getting, getting angry. And plus, you know, Alex's number one fan position is under threat. We've got next up in the quarterfinal, The Miz versus Gunther. Will old man retaliate against Alex's pick? Gunther. Alex, <laughs> any more to say for Gunther? No, there's nothing more than I said already. He's made that belt. I, like, I, honestly, Kat, when was the last important inter- intercontinental champion before Gunther? Can't even think. So it, Probably for me. Miz. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah, but yeah, Gunther. But I mean, the Miz is similar to what you said about Chris Jericho about put it on the Miz to give it to someone else. Whereas, like you say, Gunther's had that title, made some of it, and it, it, again, it's higher stock than the World Heavyweight Championship. So, Gunther for me. I, th- I think that's a red herring that that World Heavyweight Championship nonsense. Well, but I get take the general point, but that, that yeah. doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> oh man, oh, you have a shout at this. All right, so. You don't have to. If you don't have any strong feelings, you can just say, I don't care, if you want. (laughs) I have strong feelings, do you worry about that? (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) No, to flip on what I said about Jericho, there is also a case that the Miz and Jericho and many other people, I think Rey Mysterio has been this for the US title, you make someone when they beat you for it. But I don't think the Miz does that. Whereas I think that for 52 minutes, the person who beats Gunther will be made and then people will forget. So I'll go Gunther. It's a very exact timing there, old man. Absolutely. Well, let's be honest, mate. You watch the wrestling show. If it's like in the first three matches and there's six matches, don't know about you boys. I've forgotten about those first three matches by the time the fourth match is done. So come on, yeah, I, just, I just wonder why 52 minutes. I mean, an hour maybe, but 52 minutes. Very, very specific. You got to me. It's three seventeens plus one. <laughs> that, that, that. You that what? Can't argue with that. Can't so convincing. That. <laughs> so convincing. You almost had me there, but I'm not having this. I'm not having this. This slander against the Miz. Whilst I might, if I picture the Intercontinental Championship, my mind doesn't immediately go to Miz. But if I picture the Miz, I immediately think of him holding the Intercontinental Championship. Do you know the last time Miz won the IC Championship? It was back in 2018, and it's all anyone's talking about still. It's the Miz as the IC Champion. I can't go to the shops out here and people talk about the Miz. I also think the other thing that is great about the Miz is that he can basically kind of maintain the same character, but kind of turn it heel or babyface. He's not a very good babyface, admittedly. But what he's able to do is, like you said, oh man, he's able to, I think he's able to help elevate. And if someone's like, do you know what? We want to give this person a little push. We'll give them a convincing, or give them a, a win over the Miz, which will convince people that think, to think, do you know what? Maybe is a bit of a big deal. So the fact that everyone's still talking about him, even though it's been nearly, well, for, how long since the last event? Five years since the last time he held the title, and that's all anyone can talk about. It's got to be the Miz. And he won it on Rule 25 Years as well, the 25-year anniversary show. So can't, can't argue with that. I mean, your your uh, suggestion that people are still talking about it five years later is almost as convincing as Old Man's 17, it's three seventeens plus one, of course. But I'm not sure it's quite as precise. Anyway, I think we've all had our say. Alex, I'll start with you. Yeah, Gunther. Old Man? Gunther. The Miz. The Miz drops out, but only two to one. Not bad. And Gunther takes his place in the semi-final. Right, here we go. It's the bottom half of the bracket. And I'm telling you what, this is this is a far more competitive set of wrestlers. First of all, third quarterfinal, Bret Hart versus Razor Ramon. So, yeah. Any, any, who wants to take this up? Go on, I'll go with it. So, come on a journey with me. Back to 1992. A wrestling challenge taping happened taping happens all right stop reading off wikipedia tom <laughs> no i'm not i'm genuinely not and i'll tell you why i know so much about this so uh, a wrestling taping happens here's the first ever ladder match taking place in a wwf ring who's it between the heartbreak kid Shawn michaels who's that who's that guy with the really greasy hair is that razor ramon no it's not it's bret hart bret hart is in the very first intercontinental championship match uh the ladder match for the ic championship he defeats <clears throat> Shawn michaels 
and he basically sets a precedent there for which Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon are able to build on to have what people describe as one of the best matches of all time at WrestleMania by bringing the ladder match to uh to wf the reason i'm talking about it is i was just i wrote brett hart in on the WWE network earlier and that match was on there so i watched it and i'd never seen it before there is an image of class with brett hart seeing him hold that title he's got the black top on the pink trunks the belt leather jacket sunglasses that is the image of perfection when it comes to wrestling in my opinion he has incredible matches throughout his entire championship both championship reigns he obviously uh puts on that clinic with mr perfect uh wrestlemania uh summerslam 91 where he wins it he has the incredible match with Roddy Roddy piper at wrestlemania 8 when he wins the title back on the strength of him and some other bloke from up north sold out wembley stadium in 1992 <laughs> and the main event he does the honors and leads british bulldog through that match in what is one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time, Bret Hart is the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> <laughs> is that supposed to be more convincing than old man's when he said exactly the same thing because you left more of a gap after the word? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen that ladder match before, and it's because one Christmas when I was a young kid, I got a VHS, and it was called Smack and Whackham. <laughs> and that was that was on it. It was a red cover, and there was a star in the middle, and it was a, a picture of Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart clambering up the ladder. It's a cracking match, cracking match, great match. Mm. Okay, any any other thoughts, Alex, in terms of this particular great title for VHS? <laughs> I, I wasn't asking about the VHS, Alex. I'm talking about the match that we're having right now. And who, and who was on the cover of the? Who was on the cover of the VHS? It wasn't Razor Ramon, was it? No, it weren't. No. And if we were doing a VHS bracket, that would be. <laughs> Again, it's tough because, yeah, the, the three matches that you've said are all phenomenal. And I, again, go back to the Razor Ramon ladder match and the, the match with Diesel. I mean, he got a, he got a decent match out of Diesel. I can't, other than, um, but so, yeah, Bretter. And in fact, yeah, Diesel is only, I've, I've got two decent matches. And that is Bretter and Razor Ramon. So that doesn't help me whatsoever. Really tough. Probably the <laughs> toughest one. The toughest one so far. Oh, man, any thoughts? Mm-hmm. Uh... Tom's won me over, unfortunately. So really? Wow. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'll go back to Razor then, shall I? Because, you know, someone's got to make the point, the, the case for him. I think that if you look at Razor Ramon's title reigns, he's like, for me, the guy that got closest, other than Gunther, to making it as important as the world title. Like, he, he basically was a, the headli- a headliner within WWE, but they just had him hold the Intercontinental title instead of the world title. It's kind of like a parallel title when he was holding it to the world title. It was just, he was just the guy who held that belt. And during that period, WWE tried Brett, they tried Sean, they tried Diesel for the world champion. None of them stuck. Razor did. Razor stuck through as the world, as the Intercontinental champion. And that's because they didn't need to replace him because he was bloody brilliant at it and was a headlining act. So for me, Razor deserves a lot of credit for that. And also, I, I just think he really is really synonymous with that title. And as you said, Sam, Razor mm. Ramon is no. the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think it's a compelling argument, but he lost it twice to Jeff Jarrett. So <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, well, let's go with the vote then. Let's start with, uh, let's start with Old Man. Razor Ramon. Oh, I swear to everybody. Yeah, I played him. Oh, fuck you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, right. Oh, down to you, Alex. Right. Oh, yeah, no, I won't. I won't this time. I'll I'll give a vote this time. Right. I'm going to go. Razor Ramon. Oh, and the reason oh. it is, and the reason is, when I see Bret Hart, you know, he's been WWE champion as well. Whereas I think you're right. The Intercontinental Championship is is Razor Ramon. It's far oh, fucking tough. But yeah, I'm, it's a bit of a shit reason. But I'm going to go Razor Ramon. Just for a little bit of peace of mind, Alex. I would have gone for Razor as well. Just mm. to say. Okay. I'm always getting fucking ganged up on. <laughs> ganged up on. Do you know what? To be fair, every little secondary title, Razor, you can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> also just on that quickly before we move on that's why he's the better IC champion in, in a weird way like what Tinky said is exactly right he, ele- he elevated the title he didn't need the world title and also he didn't fit in that 
world title picture at all anywhere. Whereas Brett was the perfect, perfect underdog to go oh, and see right. that title and then hold it and be wonderful. So, yeah, there we go. All right, all right, mate. Don't make me ruin my pants. So, final quarterfinal <laughs> match then is the Honky Tonk Man against Chris Jericho. Alex, do you want to talk about uh, old Jerry again? Uh, well, I can't say anything <laughs> Jerry. Because <laughs> Jerry Co. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Never thought that before. Chris Gerald Co. <laughs> I can't say anything further, really. I mean, Honky Tonk Man were giving it as a joke, as you've said already. Had the longest time and dropped it to Warrior in seconds. Jericho, yeah, he might have had it nine times, but a bit of a workhorse, always putting other people over. Very unselfish, like... Uh, but yeah, I can't, I'm not going to go against. I don't know. I'm just I'm not going to go against Chris Jericho. I'm not going to do. Anyway. I might do it in the final if he gets through, though. You know. And you were going to say anything for Honky? <laughs> I'm just despondent now. I <laughs> oh man, you might have to step in on Honky's behalf. <laughs> I think if there's no Honky, there's no Chris Jericho. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Interesting that you've not backed that up with any kind of. Uh, <laughs> Is it as simple as because 317 is plus one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> okay, I think we're going to take it straight to the vote then. Tom, why don't you start? Honky. <laughs> Alex. Yeah, Chris Jericho. Okay, old man. Honky. Oh. <laughs> I only voted for Honky because I was convinced you were voting for Jericho, old man. I was giving him a sympathy vote. <laughs> Oh, so Honky makes it through because two people psych themselves out, basically. Oh, well, that's brilliant. I love it. Okay, great. We move on. And we've got the uh, semifinals next up. First one is Owen Hart versus Gunther. I don't think we need to make any more cases for these guys. I think it's straight to the vote no. for the semifinals. Oh, unless, I've you've got, really, unless you've got something you really want to say. Just one thing, one thing about Gunther that I don't think I've said. When he loses that title, he's going straight to the top when he loses it straight to the top and it is solely because of the work that he's done with that championship well that's interesting is that a case for him or against him given some of the things we've talked about previously no, it's a case Ooh. it's a case for him it's a case for him longest reigning set champion I've, yeah come first cool anybody else want to say anything new uh the only reason he hasn't lost it yet and gone higher on higher in the uh, list higher up the card is because he's uh because he's german or Austrian, actually, isn't he? So, uh, unfortunately, he's, he's not going to get higher. So, I think that's why he's maintained that championship for so long. Because he's foreign. I don't know what that point, what the point is there. Yeah, I don't know how that, that affects yeah. like, anyone's vote. But, you know, good, good, good general chat, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the vote, then. The old man had something. Oh, I'm sorry. If, old man, if you've got something. <laughs> old man's like, he's foreign. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my thing was actually that I do not agree. I don't think he's going to the top, and I don't think it's for the reason that Tom outlined. <laughs> racist. Talk about from Prince Man's angle. But he's he not there. Make... He's not there now, he's is right? he, Tom? Yeah. He's always there. His little pedo. Yeah. So it's your angle. <laughs> but yeah. So. Love off. I yeah. I I, <laughs> I just don't see it. I can't. No, it's not for me, unfortunately. Let's have the vote then. Alex, start with you. Yeah, Gunther. 100%. Right, Tom. Um, who's he against? <laughs> Owen Hart. Oh, uh, Owen Hart. Fine. Old man. <laughs> Gunther. Fair enough. Gunther makes the final. First of our two finalists. Who are they against? Well, they're either against Razor Ramon or the Honky Tonk Man. It doesn't even deserve to be in the round, apparently. So has anyone got anything you'd say or do you want to go straight to the vote? No, I just because I've been totally uh, anti-Razor the entire time so far, but I'm going to have to put my my vote behind Razor because as funny as it would be if it came down to Gunther versus the Honky Tonk Man, I think I have to I can again without it, without a clean conscience go with uh go against Razor Ramon, so I'm going for Razor. So Tom went straight to the vote whilst also making the, the, the comments. Mm, yes. Right, Ronda to Razor. Anyone want to say anything or just want to vote? Razor. Oh, Alex. Yeah, Razor for me. Cool, a 3-0 victory. Razor Ramon is through to the final against Gunther. So it's the final time. I'm going to give you both 
uh, old man and Alex <clears throat> one chance to advocate for these two because you were the ones who nominated them in the first place. Alex, start with Gunther, your last pitch for him as the winner overall. I've, I've said it all already. I've said it all already. I cannot think of the first right, sure, then. Who's... <laughs> 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 The more been the last important intercontinental champion, and I'm talking for decades. It's that belt, he has made that championship what it is today. He's the longest reigning champion, and it is the second most important title in WWE. I think he is going straight to the top, and it's not because of the fact that he's Austrian or whatever, I think it's because of the work that he's done being intercontinental champion. And he has had classic matches that will be talked about. But Razor Ramon, he is the Intercontinental Champion, as people have said. But not not anymore. Not anymore. Gunther has taken that off him. So Gunther is the man for me. Oh, man. It's no Razor Ramon. It's no Gunther. That's it. No, no, genuine. There is a genuine point here, actually. So in my wrestling watching, Razor Ramon was the first enormous massive muscly bugger 6-6 as well to hold the IC title it was always considered like the workers title in inverted commas and I think that he genuinely (laughs) no after that um yeah like I think he managed to change the perception of what that title could be and also he's a big bugger and he's dead. And apparently that's good enough for a vote, according to Tinky. No, that's why you voted for Owen Hart, remember, in the first round. <laughs> no, no, well, it, it was in... And, and you're like, you don't, yeah. you're like, I don't care that Pedro Morales is dead, but I do care that Owen Hart's dead, so I'm going to vote for him. <laughs> do you know what? You've raised some really good points, Alex, about Gunther. I guess for me, it all comes down to, who am I watching? I'm watching Razor. I'm not watching Gunther as much. And I also got to think about the belt. The actual belt. I can picture Razor with the belt because I know what the belt looks like. Don't know what the belt looks like now. It's horrible, oh, it, I think. It is fucking horrible. <laughs> to be fair, so, it is horrible. So I think I also think about him, Razor, that over his shoulder, dripping with oozing machismo, and uh, yeah, that's I, I, that's my case for Razor as well. Okay, I'm going to ban anybody from abstaining here because I'm going to tell you who I would vote for, and I'm going to tell you it because for me the difference between the two is that Gunther is not over. Razor Ramon was massively over. Gunther, for me, is mild, maybe mildly over, but he doesn't get a major reaction when he comes out in front of a crowd. Razor Ramon did, and he did as Intercontinental Champion. Razor Ramon would have been my pick, but I don't get to vote. It's down to you three. Alex, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, um, I mean, I think we know where it's going to go, and I've no complaints, but I'm sticking with my boy, Gunther. Tom? I am going for Razor Ramon. Well, dance you, old man. Who is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time? Sorry. Razor Ramon. Definitely. I will loop back to Honky Tonk Man when I voted for Honky Tonk Man. I was going to vote for him anyway. It was Tommy screwed the system. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like how you delivered the the big news that Razor Ramon won the tournament, and then instantly pivoted to defending yourself for voting for the Honky Tonk Man because <laughs> that's far more important yeah. than celebrating Razor Ramon. Yeah. Well, this has all been a fucking colossal waste of time, hasn't it? So. No, 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 it has not, because we have voted in Razor Ramon as the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. He has won the bracket from a field of 16 mm. fine gentlemen who have all held the intercontinental title. A great tournament. Thank you, all three of you, for uh, participating in this epic contest. Thank oh. you. And also, before Tommy cuts in, I know we've had a little laugh and a joke about this. But I have thought for a long time that Razor Ramon is actually the best intercontinental champion of all time. So it's good to be proven right, isn't it? <laughs> well, it, it, it surprises it's me as well. You were the fourth person to pick theirs and you picked him and you picked yeah. him last as well of your three. Yeah. Which is crazy because when I put this out, I thought to myself, someone's going to surely some, someone will pick Razor straight away. I like the fact that old man's basically like, yes, yeah, see, I knew I was right without proving any evidence beforehand that he had that opinion. I told you Razor Ramon is the Intercontinental Championship. (laughs) He did, did in fairness, say that very early on. And he didn't delay. He didn't delay like the rest of us having to think about it. So, yeah, can't argue with that. Imagine if he added the delay. Imagine how much more importance it would have given that statement then. We wouldn't have even needed to continue with the rest. that, That is true, but it doesn't matter now because we do know that Razor Ramon is... 
the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you again next time. Cheers.